And now, get ready. For the podcast no one saw coming, it's four phonies talking titans. Host Ron Day, Corey, Ricky, and last but not least, Tori. It's four phonies talking titans. Welcome to Four Phonies Talking Titans. It is Corey. I'm here on a Thursday afternoon. I'm solo, and welcome to another edition of Bring Your Playbook. Bring your play, bring your playbook. This is a special uh, edition. This is the J-Rob edition. Uh, and wh- where, where do I start? Lots of news with our franchise this week. And uh, the news has <laughs> taken the whole NFL by surprise. Um, I feel like, you know, we are almost insiders here at the Phonies. We, we got a lot of groups and we do a lot of deep diving with the team and the franchise. And sometimes we know some things. You know, just the common fan wouldn't know. But I tell you what, this is not one of those times. This caught us and everyone else by surprise. And let's just catch us up on on the week since the last time we recorded. Um, I know we've gone to Philly and we faced uh, the Eagles and we got blown out. And our old best receiver, A.J. Brown, does what 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 he does. He did what he does. Lit us up. Spanked is real nice. Two touchdowns, over 100 yards in receiving. Uh, Jalen Hurts said that I think he had the best game he've ever had in his NFL career. I know he threw for about 380 yards on us. We couldn't even – we couldn't sniff the quarterback. No pressure on him all day. It's really odd to see someone stand back there so long and you know, not get sacked or not even get touched or sniffed and just – have all day to throw the ball and uh he hit his targets man he had receivers running everywhere we couldn't cover him we'd be there in coverage and still not make the play and we got beat decisively 35 to 10 uh came back to uh to nashville i guess licking our wounds over the weekend not the weekend but you know what i mean they get back and got monday but on tuesday News comes down that John Robinson, our GM, had been fired, been relieved of his general manager duties. And it's pretty surprising. Um, you know, we we talk about J-Rob a lot on this show. And I can I can remember saying in J-Rob, we trust and, uh, you know, kind of giving us giving him his props for churning the the roster like they do, bringing guys in and making it work apparently that that wasn't enough apparently uh some of the picks that he had made over the years some of the deals that he had made by bringing guys in cumulatively when you look at that list and kind of how things panned out it's not very good and that's hard to say because we were terrible 
when John Robinson got here. He has definitely upgraded or done his part in upgrading the franchise. We're in a different place than we were. And a lot of that is due to uh, the way he was able to come in and maneuver and, you know, pick up some pieces that uh, the previous regime seemed to, to neglect because he definitely knows how to build a team and he's been around success. So some of those moves and some of those bets that he made, some of the picks that he made panned out. Some of those picks that he made were disastrous and they're very high profile disastrous because they would be very high picks like first pick, you know? Uh, and I, I think I got a list here. We can, we can talk about it, but yeah, man, it's just, uh, it's pretty pretty shocking news. Where do we go from here? Where do the Titans go from here? I mean, obviously, they've got a plan, I would presume. <laughs> I really don't know what happened. No one that I know of knows really what, what the final straw was or why uh, we see this now. But um, But that's the news. John Robinson is out. Um, his right-hand man. I forgot his name, but he's taking over in interim for the rest of the, the season. If you didn't know that already, where have you been? <laughs> this, this isn't breaking news at this point, but it is news from the phony perspective. And we're trying to figure out, you know, what what it actually was. Was it was it going to to, to Philly? And and did Miss Amy sit in that owner's box or her box? She's not the owner of that franchise, but she was there and she was in the box. And uh, A.J. Brown was going off, and they said that the fans right there by the box, the whole section was turned toward that box. They 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 knew where the owners were of the Titans and uh, flipped them off and told them, thank you for A.J. dummies, just like totally called them out, trying to publicly humiliate them as well as on the football field. Was that the last straw? <laughs> I don't know. I could I could picture them in a you know John Robinson like trying to make that deal and button heads with AJ and deciding not to bring him back and to let him walk. I could see Miss Amy kind of looking at him and kind of pulling him to the side and like, listen, if you think this is best, you know, you do what you what you gotta do, but just look at me. And understand, if this doesn't work out like you think, this is the last straw, John. <laughs> it had to be something like that, man. Just, you know, we've all had those conversations with just one other person. It's like, listen, just looks good and all that. People are going to be mad. I'm with you. If it works out, we're going to reward you. But if it don't, this is it. We can't do this again. And so maybe it wasn't such a surprise to John. Maybe he knew it was uh he was on on thin ice even though it didn't really seem like it because um I think it's that whole family atmosphere that that you know you look at Miss Miss Amy Adams Strunk she looks like a they call it a teen mom and all that you know she's a lovey-dovey and she she reminds you of somebody that that is a teen mom or that you know she's kind of kind of uh not not intimidating you would think seems like she's just um, one of the one of the guys, and she happens to be the owner, and she might make you brownies or something. But nah, man, that lady, uh, she wants to win, and I can tell that she wants to return on her investment. She's a great owner, 
and she's she's developed into being respected as the owner. And uh, I think this move just kind of sets the tone like, hey, we're a family atmosphere. We believe in, you know, everyone being family. But when we look at it and we think that your job performance is not where we need it to be, or if you make a couple of gambles and they don't come through and it comes back to bite you, then, hey, we're, we're not just going to sweep that under the rug. You've had ample chances to get it right. So you got to let somebody else give it a try. That's that's kind of uh, uh, how I see it. I think that's kind of how it is. Um, and it's all the way down the organization from top to, to bottom, everyone except the owner. So we've got a list Maybe we can talk about this on the show later on with the guys. Uh, let's take a look at some of these some of these picks. So, so here's here's the thing: when you when you have to draft guys and these high draft picks, and you bring them in, you either, they're either going to pan out or not, or be middle of the road. It seems like the ones that pan out that were drafted by the Titans, they pan out. You know so well that we, we might, might not be able to keep them. We can't justify the, the value that they demand when the con, when their rookie contract is up. Let's take Corey Davis. It seems like he was middle of the road. Did he underperform? I don't know. He had, he we really didn't have a quarterback to throw him the ball, but uh, I don't know. We didn't sign him back. Johnu Smith. Hmm. He, he excelled when he was here. Did he uh, excel too much and outprice us? Why? Why Why couldn't we keep him? You know why we can't keep him? Because we made a lot of other deals. And some of those other deals that we made with free agents, bringing them in here, you know, trying. We paid them a lot of money, but we didn't get anything for, for it. Vic Beasley. I always bring him up. You know, clowny. These people got paid bucks, big bucks to come here and do what they, you know, to produce. And they did not produce. So it's like they stole the bag. <laughs> but, and that those implications later on when we're, you know, grossly over the cap, we're trying to rework people's contracts and, and you know, on paper, get it to where we've got at least some some money to maneuver during the season. I think that's what they're going through right now because with 19 what 19 million over the cap going into next season. All these things have to be accounted for. So we're sitting there with the our offensive line is in, in shambles. Um, you know, our, our we look at our last few first round draft picks, and not really, you know, <laughs> poor Caleb Farley, he's done for the season. He's got another back surgery. That was a fear on him coming out of college. You know, so a lot of GMs would have stayed away from Caleb Farley. Um, John Robson took a chance on it, looking at the upside. And that has panned out to be a, a fatal mistake. I hate that because I, I love the love the kid and and wanted him wanted him to do well, but I don't know if football's even in his future. He's a he's our first round draft pick. Isaiah Wilson. Can I, we can't bring him up again. That 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 we're still chasing that pick. We we still 
need someone to take his his spot or, you know, at least a spot on the line. And we have no answers for it right now. I mean, the list just gets long. I mean, you, you think about it, and I know all GMs deal with this. But, wow, it just seems like when we really look at these picks and the deals, he hit out, he hit, made good on some, but he had a lot of bad luck with these picks. Darrington Evans. Like, Darrington Evans was a third-round pick. He played, what, five downs for us. (laughs) We could, we think about what could have been, who we could have picked, the positions of need that we could have filled that probably would have panned out. And looking back is not fair. Looking back, hindsight is always 20-20, but he really did have some, some bad luck with other people's money. And I think Amy Adams, you know, she, she, she is her, is her deal. She kept the, kept the list. We forget about it. We move on, we go, but these contracts, Adam Humphreys, Adam, I called him first down Adam because he's a, he's a great ball player, but man, we had, when he got here, he made some big plays, but those were very expensive plays that he made because he didn't make many and then he was hurt and then he was gone. Josh Reynolds. He was supposed to be our number three coming in from from the Rams. Kind of what we need, body type. Bam. He didn't like being here. He wouldn't he got here and wanted to go. He's been in Detroit ever since. But I'm just saying that capital that I don't know. You know, we probably gave up something to get him here that we really didn't get back. Now he, you know, I will say Hill Hilliard and Foreman, uh, two of his Good picks that we saw last year that did a lot for us. We can go on about uh, about these picks, man. It is what it is. John Robinson is out. Uh, I have to say this. I don't want to say this, but uh, John, I need you to uh, meet me down at the office. Uh, go ahead and bring your playbook. We need you to bring your playbook. Uh, we just want to talk to you before uh, before we do what's next. But uh, grab that playbook. Meet me down here, and uh, we're gonna be four phonies out. Executive produced by Four Phonies. Sound design and engineering. WaveSync Media. Music by Motion Array. Four Phonies Talking Titans.